and welcome to the very first episode of a brand new season of The Wonderland, folks. I do hope you've all behaved yourselves during the hiatus, and I must say it's good to be back in the saddle, back behind the microphone once more as we plough into season five of the show. Now, it's probably a good time to point out that despite the highly irresponsible opinions occasionally ventured here on The Wonderland, this is in fact the very first certified vegan podcast, certified by one of those round gold stickers we managed to pry off something in the supermarket, which is apparently more than good enough. And this show is absolutely guaranteed, and I cannot stress this strongly enough, guaranteed not to contain even the smallest trace of any animal product whatsoever. And I can give you my word as creator, producer, and host of the show that no animals, domesticated or not, dead or alive, or even even imaginary, have been involved in this creative process, including the rectangular chicken mostly because it doesn't exist yet. Well, you know, apart from little Kev, he's a bit of an animal. Sorry about that. Anyway, I'm Jeff Healy, musician, songwriter, comedian, podcaster, vinyl record nut, and coffee enthusiast, and anything else you might like me to be in the confines of your own imagination, as long as it doesn't involve physical pain. For me, obviously. Now, our regular listeners might know that I do occasionally brush past the subject of food choices whilst traversing the corridors of the Wonderland, and a recent trip to my local supermarket has caused me to do so once more, leading me to suspect that regardless of what anyone thinks of it, veganism is not going away any time soon. Which is fine, of course. I mean, you know, whatever floats your gastronomic boat, and I'm not anti-anyone choosing whatever path they want, as long as they don't force me to go down it as well, should I not wish to. For now, though, I'd like to set sail in my own gastronomic boat and head once again into the perfect storm that is theory time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. And welcome to Theory Time. Yes, the humble supermarket. It's often an accurate reflector of the changing times we live in, especially if we can be asked taking a good look at some of the newer labels, especially in the beverage area. During a recent pilgrimage to that very department, it was pretty obvious to me that manufacturers are, like hungry wolves, now on the scent of that most fashionable opponent of the balanced diet, with a view to further boosting profit margins. In other words, even products bearing absolutely no apparent link to anything animal-related are increasingly letting it be known that they are suitable for vegans. To which my initial reaction was something along the lines of, what the actual flop? You know, things like, Uh, mineral water, okay, tonic water, wine, none of which, as far as I can tell, contain bits of animals. But, as the vegan evangelists will tell you, which may contain traces of things like, God forbid, animal protein. Speaking of which, I'm pretty sure Jesus wasn't vegan. Hmm. Anyway, what this says to me is that, obviously, 
There are vegans out there so obsessed with avoiding anything remotely relating to animals, including things like protein from sheep's wool, that they're prepared to go to, I'm sorry, I've got to say it, ridiculous lengths to avoid it, even if it's not part of the wine-slash-water-slash-vitamin-water-slash-tonic-water itself, but was merely brushed by slash used a teeny bit in the manufacturing process. Overkill? Well, I guess it depends on whether or not you have a medical condition where you're likely to become seriously ill or drop dead because there's a minute element of animal in whatever you're drinking. Now, I do realise that there are differing degrees of veganism, from the casual to the fundamentalist, but, you know, like all inclinations and lifestyle choices, it starts to become idiotic if it's taken to extremes. And then, it's probably only a matter of time before someone creates a religion around it. Oh, hang on. Somebody already has. Yes, a quick internet search for the Church of Veganism will shed some rather alarming light on this, and if their charter-slash-mission statement doesn't frighten you, then nothing will. And I would say some kind of NRA sponsorship is just a matter of time. Now, tempting although it is to write off this nutjob organisation without a second thought, I'd like to briefly and playfully consider the logical ramifications of choosing to go FTV. That's full Taliban vegan. Meaning, by extension, that rather than being something you choose to avoid within reason, something like animal protein would become your mortal enemy, wouldn't it? But there's a problem with that. Humans are animals, and absolutely loaded with protein, as it happens. And so, to be true to your newfound faith, you would literally have to avoid other humans, lest you found yourself being soiled by any random human protein which might happen to be flying around for whatever reason, so to speak. Anyway, folks, have a think about that. And look, if you've got a favourite delusion that you'd like to see turned into a religious sect, drop us a line here at the Wonderland and we'll see what we can do. This is what I know. Theory time. And that's it for today's ever so slightly controversial edition of Theory Time. And as always, any complaints about the content of the segment should be addressed to Vlad P. FTV Complaints Office, Department of Invasions, the Kremlin, Moscow. And now for the musical part of the show, folks, a.k.a. Song of the Day, that rhymes, in which we feature a song you've probably never heard before from an artist you've probably never heard of, carefully selected for your maximum listening enjoyment. Probably. Seriously, though, today's selection is one of mine, taken from my first album, The Path, and featuring Australian saxophone legend Tony Buchanan. And this is Someone to Take Your Place. You changed your attitude You don't care what I say now The picture glass is broken You say you're in control Of our changing situation Remembering doesn't seem to matter much anymore As we're walking out but don't let me catch you Say I never loved you Don't let me catch you Say I never cared Please don't take my memory 
wasted time Watching colors run Running into one another Why aren't we together? Will it be like this forever? But don't let me catch you someone to take your place and of course you can hear the whole album and the rest of my albums and singles on spotify or apple music or amazon music etc 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 now we here at the wonderland like to take a balanced approach to the content of the show and given that the song you've just heard was a little bit on the sentimental side we now present you with the palate cleansing magic of Good times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Kev. How's it going, buddy? Hey, man. I'm, I'm good. But you were saying something recently. We were talking about like things that are really important, you know, in your life. And what, what's what's yeah. one of the, uh, one of those look, things that are you know? It, uh, look, honestly, it, it, it's a it's something that you normally hear when you're shopping for real estate. Oh. Okay. So what would that be? Like, yeah, make sure yeah. there's hot water. That sort of thing, but a little bit the more. The windows important. work. Make Let sure me, the windows work. Yeah, make sure there's something actually there. Make sure the heating is, is not it's fine. The air conditioning is working well <clears throat> in the summer. That's that's good. But Kevin, yeah. Let me put it this way. Okay. Location, location, location. Oh, I've heard that now, before. Yeah, I've heard that before. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. You would. You have now. Yeah. But here's the thing, Kevin. Mm-hmm. It doesn't apply just to real estate. It applies to so many other areas in life. For example. Mm-hmm. Hair. Oh, 
Now, oh. right? Yeah. Oh. Now, you know what? You're yeah, yeah. About... <clears throat> yes. Okay. Now, Kevin, you as a bald man, oh. would you like to give us your perspective on the location or lack of issue? Well, for instance, I, I, let me go back. I'm going to roll it back a second and tell a little story. There was a friend of mine who had a lo- his right. big, thick, long hair, and he had it in a ponytail, and he, you know, mm-hmm. like. Not Neanderthal-like, but I mean, he had, he had a uh, lot of hair, and uh, and really thick, good hair. And I had okay uh, hair at the time. I actually had hair at the time. Uh, and uh, he said, "Kevin, you, you realize that as you get older, you never have to worry about losing hair because it just seeds out." I said, "What do you mean it seeds out?" He said, "Yeah, you know, like if your hair is like like mine, like shoulder length or whatever, you know, it'll seed out to the shoulders." You know, he says, if you think you're going to lose your hair, it's not going to, you won't lose it. It'll just go somewhere else. It'll seed out. All right? Of course, of yeah. course. It'll go, It'll somewhere, go somewhere else. else. And that, to another that's genius. Location, location, a lo- no, location, location, location. So it's not so much that you want hair. Like, for example, Kevin is bald. I, you know, am receding, you know, although. It's yeah. There's evidence of some kind of something on my. You do head. have evidence of you follicle, know, follicle, evi- follicular, follicular activity of some follicular activity. <laughs> right. Okay. So I've got that. But location. Now the thing is, folks, as we all know, unless you're three years old, mm-hmm. in which case you wouldn't be listening to this anyway. Or maybe you are. We'll try to keep the bad language to a minimum. Oh my God. Just to make your mum happy, you know, and your dad. Oh, you know, for but, but, God's you know, If you hear any. Rude words, just don't tell them anything. Jeff, get to the point. Okay. Sorry. Okay, so location. Okay. Right. We want hair on our heads. You know, we only want it. We don't want it elsewhere. And there's something bloody-minded about hair because you reach a particular age. And here's what he says. Okay, I'm going walkabout. I'm going to see other greener pastures, other places that I can go and that I can grow and run free in the breeze. (laughs) And that's pretty much what happens to us, except there's no breeze. You know, not much. Listen, anyway. here's, and it's like always somewhere that we don't want it to be. Yeah, the, the grass correct? is greener on the other side. Is what you're trying to say? So for I, 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 I often say, oh <sighs> man, I wish I had more hair. But then I realize, hey, Kevin, no, what you are don't. you wishing for? You've got probably more hair than anybody, but just in the wrong places. Location, 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 location. That's it. Yes, so this is it. As you get older, it's more about location. And it certainly is with the uh, follicular activity. You know, there are are some advantages, you know. There are some advantages. Okay, yes. For instance, you know, uh, I I mean, I don't have much hair on my head, which makes me, uh, you know, uh, quite aerodynamic, you know. You could think of it that way, you know. Yeah, that's true. So if you're running a race and you're running with a full, like, like some guy with a full head of hair, I mean, there's there's a better chance that you might be a little bit faster because of your aerodynamic nature. Not only that, but this type of hairdo, in other words, one that involves no hair or very little hair, is clearly... Maintenance free, right? Cost free. Doesn't is think of the money you're saving, gentlemen out there with with very little hair. Think of the money that you're saving next to that bloke next door who's really good looking and he's got this thick luscious head of hair. Mm. And yeah, well, believe me, that's coming at a cost. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. Yeah, yeah. But Jeff, but here's the thing, Kevin. You tell me. No, no. no. But, uh, but would you pay uh, the money? Okay. I would right. pay the money to have hair, but Ooh. I don't want to. You know, I don't want to look yeah. unnatural. But I mean, <clears throat> I would pay the money no, to have my yeah. hair back. I really would. 
You would. Yeah, you would. But but not hair on your back, which is what you've currently got. <laughs> now it, it's seeded out. <laughs> it's seeded out, man. Oh, uh, like full on. No, no. I mean, on your back. Yeah. You've got your hair on your yeah, back now. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You, hair on your yeah. back. And then it seeds out. Where does it seed out for me? You don't even want to know. <laughs> the point is, you know, uh, having, having hair... Like it, it, like hair's the most wonderful thing, and yeah, until it does that. I had something really interesting to say, Kevin. Now I can't remember oh, what it for was. God's sake. I'm really upset. My question is this, Jeff: yeah. Do you have a ponytail anywhere? I'd really rather not say. Good times with Big Jeff and Little Kev, and Little Kevin myself will be back, completely shaved, in two weeks' time, with more improvised contemplation and problem solving. So don't miss that. Now, for the longest time, humans have wasted natural resources like its bodily function. Given the state of the environment, it's perhaps a subject which is increasingly on the minds of an increasing number of people. You might have heard it said that even the smartest person on Earth uses a relatively small percentage, 35% at most, of their brain capacity. So, if that's true, shouldn't we be doing something about that? As in, you know, why are we content to have most of our brains just sitting around doing sod all? Look, I should point out that although this long-standing, perfectly acceptable and rather entertaining theory has apparently been debunked by a bunch of, I don't know, goody-two-shoes scientists who would clearly be better off concentrating on their work in the rectangular chicken development area quite frankly. I would argue that maybe those guys have lost some of their brain power, which is why the debunking happened in the first place. Anyway, for the purposes of the exercise, we are going to ignore Dr. Killjoy and Associates and continue to assume that the 35% theory is actually correct. Okay? Good. So, without any further ado, we are now going to don our white lab coats and serious faces as we march, single file, purposefully, into the examination room of... Jeff's Thought of the Day. I was thinking about something, I think it was the thought of the day. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And welcome to Thought of the Day. There have been a couple of science fiction movies made about the idea of being able to harness total brain power. Most recently, Limitless from 2006 and Lucy from 2014, as well as several books and short stories and no doubt zillions of conspiracy theories. Now those things in themselves are proof of absolutely nothing. But let's consider the possibility that science has more to discover about our brain's potential and let's reasonably posit the notion that we really aren't getting as much out of our grey matter as we might if developments in the area of cognitive neuroscience were a bit further along than they are right now. After all, science has on many occasions discovered that its previous conclusions on this, that and the other, though thought to be rock solid at one time, later turn out to be bollocks because of new discoveries. What I'm suggesting is that science, which I'm a big fan of, by the way, should be putting more effort into finding ways for us to maximise whatever brain power we have that we're not using. Because given the current state of the world and the decisions we're making in areas like the environment, politics, the economy and the design of airport rubbish receptacles, it's pretty bloody clear to me that less is being used than ever before. 
So I believe that this might be the most important research and development area of them all. And as Princess Leia might have said, help us, neuroscience. You're our only hope. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And that's it for today's short and sweet, but hopefully thought-provoking edition of Thought of the Day and our show for today. My thanks to Little Kev for his ongoing contribution to our Good Time segment, and of course, to all of you for listening. We will be back with episode 80 exactly two weeks from now, so don't forget to check in again as we once again fling open the gates of the Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Gotta get back to Jeff's Wonderland. Wonderland.